Yo, what's up, bro? What's up? Welcome, everybody, to the two-man power trip, the black man's thought and the nerd lifestyle. I'm Nicholas, Mr. Go with the Flow. And I'm the man with the plan, Maurice. And we're back with another edition of the Blur by Nature podcast. What's up, what's up, what's up? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing? How you week hanging? I'm tired. Same here. Very, very tired. I mean, man, this is a Thursday night recording, and oh, man, what a Thursday, what a week, what a lot of going-ons. But just talking in general, let's pull back to better times and stuff like that. My podcast co-host had a story for the Halloween weekend. Let's go back into the good times for you. I want you to discuss your fun times and your enjoyable nature of the Halloween time. Oh, I had a great time Halloween weekend. So good, good. I got invited to a Halloween party. Completely forgot about it until the day of. Yeah. Because it was a busy week. Yep. So called an audible. Mm-hmm. Put my Naruto fit together. Hey. And I went out. So went out to the first party. The first party was cool. Met a couple new people. Mm-hmm. It was nice. We went to the second party after that. Damn. And the second party was lit. Oh, shit. What so, so we was just doing everything. Shout outs to homie Kareem for the 99 apples. He, he knows oh that. Oh, my God. <laughs> you mean Jason? You mean Jason? Yes, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> We played, um, we played Flip Cup. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. That, that sounds like a, a whole reason why you'd be knocked out for that. Oh, yeah. And, and I won my, like, four matches. We hey. was in there. My team was winning. Let's go, oh, team. Who was on the team? <sighs> not not Jason. Jason was on the opposite team. He was the ops. <laughs> he was the ops. It was me. It was Velma. It was, uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Bruh. <laughs> that means you was big leg. <laughs> Y'all was gone. <laughs> But someone told me you was there with the rest of them that night. I swear. So we had so much fun. Oh good. my goodness. Nah, that sound too lit. That sound too lit. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yo, we had so much fun. So second part, yeah, we were just out dead. We were out chilling. Um that went on until about five AM. Shit. So between all the dancing, the partying and everything else that we did. Yeah, I didn't get home until like 7 a.m. Sunday. Yeah, you was telling me. I was like, ah, oh, nah, son. My son big later on this Halloween weekend, yo. That's good, though. That's good. Yeah, it was great. I needed that. That's what's up. Yeah, needed it before the week that proceeded coming in with this whole beginning of November and stuff like that. My weekend was pretty chill for the most part. I was out with the captain's family seeing Halloween kills in theaters. They wanted to do that. So we kind of did a little adventure on that. And that spurred our story and our conversation on how Michael came back on some other shit. And we dressed him up in the in the John Cena fit because homie was indestructible pretty much. Oh, that's what's up. And then uh, on uh, also my end, I got a shout out to the cuzzo that's hooking me up. Uh, he the one that provided this nice mic where you hear this booming voice right now you provide the mic you provided the mac thing that turned your tv into a computer i still need to get a wireless uh, keyboard on that and he provided me another laptop on top of that with a bigger screen and a booming volume and stuff like that so that's what's up with the hookups and all that all together my weekend was just pretty chill i was just chilling taking care of the captain for the most part and relaxing so at least my co-host had enough litness for the weekend for the both of us so that's what's up yeah, so it was great. Shout out to the homies, Kareem, a.k.a. Amarion slash Jason Derulo. Uh-oh. stomp. Yeah, facts. Facts. <laughs> Man, this video going big viral and everything. Yeah. So so we see you out there, big homies. That's why we shared here. You out here. You get big respect from the podcast. 
Yeah, and the homie spirit for the invite that I Thanks. forgot about. Yeah. Spirit, appreciate you always, bro. I was I was waiting for the name Spirit to come up. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure Spirit put this together. Oh yeah, because he hit me up on Saturday. And I was like, oh shit. He's like, yo, you ready to go? You ready to what? <laughs> huh? <laughs> OD looking in the back, like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Uh-oh. Yeah, I got something here. I can finesse it. Right. I said, like, okay, this is what we're gonna do. Yo. Oh, that's big lit though. But shifting into the actual week now, let's talk about uh, how Ooh. this beginning of yeah, let's begin on how this November has shifted real raw for the both of us here. Take so me go, back. Go, yeah, go on your end because it looked like October was the end of any kind of fun. <sighs> so work sucks because my director is out this week, mm-hmm. and then my coworker went out on Wednesday. Yes. So it's just me and my other co-worker and my other co-workers handling the day-to-day stuff and I have a whole bunch of projects on my plate mm-hmm. ongoing as it was. So since Big Boss and my team leaders out, I had to make sure that all of the other projects that they're working on stay on track. Oh, <laughs> so it's just been lots of meetings. Yeah, a lot of stress, a lot of movements. And if you know me, I hate meetings. Oh, yeah. Especially Zoom meetings. Oh, and on top of that, meetings that could have been just a message along and just wasting your time. Yes, and I have one new sense in particular that's in all of these meetings, and she makes a 10-minute meeting turn into a 40-minute meeting. Oh, no, not those kind of people. (sighs) Uh, The drawn out and the the maximize your time and just killing you just slowly, man. Yeah, so it's been those types of me all week oh just, I, I see that very well and then the blip on my side was the big hammer that fell pretty much on me from going into monday it was a new month so insurances got changed up different companies people getting different things all around so those had a big change up but for the first time ever everybody was here because my coworker was on vacation for like the last two weeks and i was taking over and handling all that so i was like all right i can finally start catching up on my stuff then all the insurances started giving a problem and everybody needed all hands on deck it was us working together for the most part then tuesday all hell broke tuesday within i don't know why nobody texted me or something like that but Five minutes in, I'm walking and I'm like, all right, now I can really get back to like catching up on stuff. After the first day, it gets a little crazy and stuff. It's a Monday. Everything was getting back to normal. Tuesday, the hammer done felt down on my entire company. Now, the mandate with the whole vaccine thing that was going down, uh, they had till uh, November 1st. And now they cut off the religious um, excuse for not taking the vaccine. So when that happened, nobody decided to inform me within five minutes of me going in to start the day that uh, two of my coworkers were taken out and my doctor was taken out as well. So just instantly, I had to process within that five minutes that I had to go in there. I lost two coworkers. And this is a team of like, it was only like six of us. We're already on a skeleton crew trying to do X, Y, and Z. And I'm already handling so much. I have so much on the bottom end and top end to do just in general. And just to find out that two of the people that you've been in the war trenches with for the longest time, because it's been a skeleton crew since COVID began. I'm talking about like March of 2020 when the mask cutoff came off. Now this time is 10 million times worse because I go into this situation and I'm trying to process. And then I also have to take over because I was doing this thing for two weeks and I was finally able to sit down back in my office and stuff like that. Now, within five minutes, I got to process. I got to open now because the person that was there to open is now gone. So I got to fix that all in. And then I got to check in patients 
with me trying to process this whole thing. So I had coworkers coming to me asking me why I'm so jumpy. I'm hyperventilating in the office. I'm bugging out completely. And then everything started to hit me because it's like they got rid of people that's been there for 16 years. And this was also people who were supervisors in that spot. So they got rid of the main people and the supervisor who was there. So we don't know how we're going to do the monthly report, how we're going to do this, this and that, because we're like, we're out of people. We're just out of people. And I'm already doing majority of other stuff. So I don't know where we're going to learn other stuff. We didn't have time to get old passwords that was held by the supervisor. Like we're oh, going to have no. to, yeah, we're going to have to finagle. We figured we have situations now that things are locked and they had the passwords, but nobody thinking about us. We lost another person who was bilingual. We now down to one oh. person in our team that's actually bilingual now. So we we have like one person when we had two from before, which is already a skeleton crew. So that's kind of the situation at bay. So now it's like it was already taken a day at a time, but now it's extremely taken a day at a time. And today was the worst of it because it's a truckload of people that come in Thursday and it's only a few people that can handle it. And they're trying to call in people X, Y, and Z for interviews and training process. And I'm like, we can't teach these people what we also don't know. So I'm like, what's going on? Tuesday, I had a whole a whole shifting breakdown. And if it wasn't for the captain, my mom, uh, my aunt, a couple of people talking me off a ledge, I was punching walls and punching through everything and just having a whole stress breakdown time of that. Because it's like you processing all that stuff, especially my doctor too. Like I just got a physical, literally just before she got canned. Like I got a physical a month and I got my results. And, and this was a doctor that like sat down and, and had like a breakdown and was so nice and everything and just for that person to be gone and then think about trying to tell the patients who's coming in who has appointments with the person that uh yeah your doctor's not here no more <laughs> like think of all that so uh, this week has been like one day at a time and at least the big busy day of thursday is out and friday is the more chiller i'm hoping day but it's like yo taking every day and every week is now a bigger fear Oof, boy man yep this has been a one hell of a start to november in a very like i'm literally shaking talking about this because it's been a hard process just the mere fact that nobody could have texted me the night before and i'm walking in looking mad stupid when my co-worker come up behind me and talking about all right how much you know know what oh man yeah dang man i don't know how they let this get to this point like they knew the bed date was yeah. there mm-hmm. yeah and people was just you know saying about their religious x y and z and i'm like bro bro and then it's the, it's the thing that y'all been here working at this job for so long and then you just get handed this termination letter and thrown out like this is another proof in the pudding that jobs man jobs ain't secure ever ever nope ever you never know any gear anything could bring no there's no loyalty in this oh yeah 100 percent. job could be going tomorrow so yep, make your money and dip if the pandemic ain't, ain't proved to you that nothing is solid bruh yeah you gotta go on with the notion that hey listen shit could go left any day facts you gotta prepare for that yep. best you can yep 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 and the hits keep on hitting because uh now it looks like um i'm gonna have to finagle some other stuff and figure out some stuff on the side because remember when i last talked to you about that mess that happened at the house 
Yeah. With, with the storm and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So it looked like uh, I'm going to have to finagle some stuff for, for people to start working on the house. So I might have to shift locations for a bit. Hey, they got to do the work. They got to do the work. Exactly. We got to get that mold out of here. This has been the thing since, I mean, this happened before Shang-Chi. So we talking about like early September. Yeah. So I got to finagle and figure all that stuff out. But yeah, that's uh vibe, guys, for the for the week for us. Yeah, take me back to October. Facts, facts. I've never been back. Like, this is the beginning of November. Hopefully, by the end, when we start that world's greatest weekend that's coming up for us, hopefully that's when we look at November as a big highlight. I hope so. Facts. All right, so moving off to this, this deadly start, I want to talk of our new side segment that we have here. This is our shout-out section. So I'm just going to give uh, the podcast shout outs to a few people on the list that we have here. So podcast shout outs going to the captain, Black Ramen Podcast, Mr. Yao, Sentai Fountain of Knowledge, uh, Jabatia's Podcast, Sazan Talk, Cuzzo out there, Your Sports, True Heel Heat, Two and a Half Bro, Gray Space, you know Eli out here, It's Relational, Keeping It 9000, Nerding Out with Chelsea. Do you have any uh any uh, shout shout outs you want to give? Oh, I give my shout out to my coworker Sharon. Mm-hmm. Give a shout out to my sisters. Hey. Oh boy! Bless to your cousin that's yes. working in that bakery, y'all. I I see the success. I see the post, y'all. Keep keep blessing. Yeah, shout out to cousin doing her thing at the bakery. Facts, and then I, uh and then homie Eli with his family uh they opening up that soul food restaurant. Big bless to them. Yes, I mean this is what we like to see. We like to see our family and friends out here progressing and, and out here with the with the blessings and stuff like that. So you want to keep it going? Oh, definitely, definitely. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's the shout out section. Just a small bit to say thank you to all our supporters out there and everybody here helping us through the week because you know we're going to need that. Uh, We're going to shift into our main second segment. We're going to do OTC off the cuff. And for this week off the cuff, I was thinking of talking about uh, the concept of waiting on a blessing. So sometimes you could be down on your luck for so long and you just waiting for that one opportunity that you've been praying on, that you've been trying to manifest, that you've been working on. And you just it's like it's been so long and you're just working towards this goal that you're trying to meet. And it's been sometimes it waits on for so long and then you're like you're wondering what's going on so how do you feel on the concept of like waiting for a blessing oh that's a complicated question yeah only because there's there's waiting mm-hmm. and then there's waiting and not seeing the signs yeah but in terms of waiting on a blessing mm-hmm. me personally i like to work towards my blessings got you that's good. so waiting has never been like oh i need to sit here Wait for it to come. That's not yeah. me. That's mm-hmm. never going to be You a go-getter. It's like, okay, what can I do mm-hmm. to move this along? Yeah. Like, what, what steps can I take to move this along? Got you. Like, what, like how can I progress this? Mm-hmm. How can you this move is, this forward? Yeah. So, like, okay, what am I doing here? Okay. Maybe I can do this. I can try this and see what happens. I can do this and see what happens. Yep. Maybe this will point me into the direction I need to be going so I can audible this way. Yeah, you can work towards that path. Yeah. So I guess for me, it's just more of working towards it mm. or trying to figure out what I need, to, what I should be doing That's to good. get to where I would like to be in terms of receiving that. Mm-hmm. And like I said, sometimes it'll just hit you. Yeah. I sound like your approach is more aggressive as you're going to go get it and you work towards it, which is a good approach to have. 
And like I said, if you're not going the right way, sometimes it'll knock you upside the head. Sometimes oh, it's yeah. subtle. Sometimes it's not so subtle. The world, the universe, God, whatever you look towards, I mean, it, it'll open up towards you when you least expect it sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it could be an epic failure. You're like, oh, okay, maybe I shouldn't have been doing that. Okay, yep. let me go try this. Shift left, go right. Uh, shift right, go left. The concept with me is, I mean, the same as you. It's, it's a go-getter mentality get you work towards and try to build along to a path. I mean, sometimes you can do all things in the world and things don't open up to you until, like we said, you least expect it. But at the same time, you kind of you kind of work towards what you have. You spend time uh, doing as much as you can. Uh, you pray on it. You try to manifest. You look at positivity. You think of positive thoughts. You try to help whatever you can and just trying to grab at what you need and just have that time where you trying to grow into the middle to be ready for, for them blessings. Yeah, exactly. So work towards it. Mm-hmm. Work towards it. Get ready. Get your mindset ready. Get everything kind of focused in to receive what the world is soon to be putting out to you, possibly, or what you're working for, what, what you grabbed and have seen for a long time to, to really be focused on. Yeah, work and do your best to put yourself in a position to receive the blessing you're looking for. Definitely. A hundred percent. Hit the nail on the head with that one. Good on my podcast co-host here right there. Yeah, so I think that sums it up. Yeah. All right. So that's it for Off the Cuff this week. Uh, We're going to shift into our small subsection discussions. So with Reboot News. All right. So side note on this one. With Reboot News this week, I just wanted to talk about HBO Max being the black powerhouse, the UPN revival and everything mixing all together because they just got like... I, I think at the beginning of the November, they got Martin, they got In the House, they got Hanging with Mr. Cooper. They like they was already Black Powerhouse with so much stuff under their banner. I think they even grabbed in Family Matters from Hulu too. Like it's just the the Black Powerhouses are just coming together in a collective all over HBO Max, and it is crazy. Yes, we're getting that whole early two thousands, late nineties revival. Yeah, I, I'd love to see it. And this is such an opportunity to like just bend so much like they have everything in such a set order and everything. And I mean, the captain and uh, her family is definitely stretching out all the shows that I see on the HBO Max account. So it's lit, <laughs> man. It's lit. It's beautiful to see. So that's that's what's up. I respect. I'm sitting here and I'm like, yo, this is legit. When I legit saw Martin, I was like, oh, no, nah, y'all got it. Y'all got it. For years, people have been running after Martin. Come on, son. To have this readily available on the big platform, HBO Max, you got it. Yo, let's go, HBO Max. Bring them back. Facts, yo. Big Woo. respect on that. So, shout outs to them. And then after that, I wanted to talk. So, I sent you the, the trailer for the Lightyear movie. What's your thoughts now? I'm intrigued. Yeah. Because, okay, Buzz, because. Buzz, because. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I wave like, yeah, we see you. Right, man. Yo, these details is crazy. But now everybody's fighting back. I don't know if you've seen the discussion because everybody talking about the Star Command old TV show. That yes. had a backstory, so they're kind of shifting that, I guess. Or I don't know where it falls under all the canon. I guess we might have to review it because, yeah, I was going to oh, bring yeah. that up. We're going to have to talk about Buzz Lightyear Star Command. Oh, that's now. definitely going to be in a comfy couch. I'm going to put that on the list right now, but that sounds very interested to have a retrospect on it because I remember this show growing up, but I don't remember, like, the starting foundations of the show and stuff like that. So going back into the first few episodes should be interesting with that. Yeah, because I was thinking about that. I was watching the trailer. I was like, wait, didn't Buzz already have yeah. some sort of backstory? A lot of people 
on Twitter was talking about that. I'm like, how they go? I like this, like the 4400 all over again. Man. Mm-hmm. What the, what? Like, like, oh, just the detail. It's like what I remember of Star Command was always his space adventures and when he was already out there. So I'm so interested to find out, like, the way how they're going to, about this. It feels like Buzz's life when he grew up. When he was like, what's Buzz's actual family like on Earth? Yeah, I guess that's the stuff we're going to find out. Yeah. Oh, definitely. It's going to be good content there. So I'm interested. Everything looks epic about this stuff. So I don't know. Disney putting the product and everything behind it. So I'm here for that for sure. And do you have any uh, reboot news? Anything you've seen of the week? No, nothing this week. Oh, okay, all right. And other than the rediscussion of the Lightyear movie and, and HBO Max doing the things, that's what I've seen. So shifting into stock news, uh, the only news report I have on really stock was that I was seeing that new coins were on the rise towards the end of October. I think people was creating something called Squid Coin off of Squid Games. Oh, and no. that was that was on the rise as it was making money. But I also heard that it was one of those faux coins that people was buying into because the name value and it was raising in price, but nobody could sell it. So that was the problem. So everybody was raising the price and stuff like that, but they wasn't getting money off. Yeah, that's why. Like Squid Coin, no, let, let's not do that. Exactly. That's what I mean. You're only gonna hit as far as the popularity, and after that, that's gonna drop. And we know that too well with Dogecoin. Elon definitely stay nuking stuff. I'm pretty sure Elon's the reason why shit fell down again after that whole discussion on his um, wealth and talking about give me the plan for how we gonna feed all these people so I can spend like a two percent of my worth to feed the world. Yeah, I'm like, thank called it bluff. Like, listen, mm. give me a plan. Yeah, I mean, he called the bluff, but it definitely dropped off. <laughs> yeah, every time my son opened up his mouth and started talking about this shit, man, he started killing us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see the money start to go down and see and stuff start to shift. So, I mean, we got—I guess we got to do what we got to do. But homie, homie be hurting, homie be hurting the pockets. Always hurting the pockets. Facts, 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 man. I don't know, man. I still stand where I think on bad decisions of all time. I think SNL was still one of his bad decisions of all time. Yo, man, I wish he would have never waited on there. That ass, man. I yo, imagine how much Dodge and Sheba would have been at right now if he didn't. I try not to think about it, man. Facts, man. We could have been... Shit, this podcast could have been on big form. We could have been sitting on racks. Damn you, Elon Musk. Damn <laughs> you, Elon Musk. <laughs> Facts. But away from cursing on Mr. Musk. Shut up. And his funk. Shut up next time. Funking the hell out of the rest <laughs> of our money. It's time. We're going to shift into the good gears. It's time for the main event. The main <laughs> event segment of this week. Third segment out here. For the first time, for the out there viewers, y'all going to hear a shot of Kurosake. That's Black Man Sake. That's out here. We talking the talk, the anime talk. This week, we're going to be doing anime reviews. And this is an anime of recent time. It definitely came out during pandemic times. It is God of High School. Episode one and two, we'll be covering so I'm going to start off in some history talk on God of High School. Now, this anime ran from July of 2020 to September of 2020 with 13 episodes under Studio Mappa, licensed by Crunchyroll and Viz Media. It's still going from Webtoons perspective. So its origins lied within Webtoons and Manhwa. 
which is Korean manga, pretty much in general, in comparison. It's been running from 2011 from Sunghoo Park. This is one of the first collabs to bring webtoons to anime, originally connected through Crunchy. Beforehand, they was bringing in a couple of animes. Beforehand, I think Tower of God had its section of anime first. And then after that, then came God of High School, which if we're going back far enough, you could see me and the homies at Savage Squad up in my college. We was waiting for this anime to be announced, to be dropped trailers like for years. And they dropped the trailer like a couple of years back, but it faked us out. And we only found out that it was like a mobile video game. But now after this got like birth and everything, we were so hyped for this to drop and the fandom was going off and we was ready because we thought this was going to be a new age for people to come in and enjoy some fights and all this other stuff. So it was definitely a lot of hype behind it. This is streaming on HBO Max. So if you want to watch all episodes are in sub and dub on HBO Max to enjoy. This follows three fighters in high school joining a tournament that looks to grant the winner's wants and desires. All right. So with that, that's my fast facts on that. And we're going to step into episode one on our notes. So episode one is entitled Setup Slash Stand Up. All right, man. Listen. All right. So the way this episode starts is we get some people on the beach. Yep. Actually, even before that, I'm even being no. more specific. We start off with the symbol of showing that this is a Crunchyroll original. Like when Crunchyroll, when we go and talk about Crunchyroll sponsoring this anime, they're going to let you know that Crunchyroll sponsored this anime. They slapped their logo all over the motherfucker. They said Crunchyroll original, Crunchyroll list, Crunchyroll let, Crunchy, 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 Crunchy. Not so cheap plug. Facts. <laughs> so back on the island yeah. and on the beach, we see that's, the guy. That's not labeled under Crunchy. No, 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 no crunchy advertisement, no crunchy <laughs> banners. They ain't got any of the crunchy planes flying around anywhere. So At this boy, bro, listen. <laughs> listen, after the intro and all of that, I was half expecting it, but uh, yeah. So we then see a guy on the phone, mm-hmm. and he's talking to someone named Mr. Park. Yeah. So he tells Mr. Park that he's calling him in regards to a bill that Mr. Park submitted to the National Assembly. Now he tells Mr. Park that he is putting him. In a sticky situation. Yeah, he talking about money and news articles or some dirt sheet shits. Like, he's trying to put him into a certain situation, all right? Yeah, he's like, yeah, we're in a pickle if you understand my meaning. Mm-hmm. Moolah. But the way he's saying it, this dude is real nonchalant for someone that's supposedly in a pickle. Oh, big facts. So then we hear Mr. Park, and he's asking the guy on the phone, how much do you want? <laughs> and the guy on the phone is like, don't play naive. We're well past that by now. Mm-hmm. And he says, you and I are going to have a nice heart-to-heart in the prosecutor's office. Oh, word? Oh, you think you got me like that? And he goes on to say, don't worry. I'll put that funding into good use. Scout's hmm. honor. But oh, by now. Gotcha. And, and he hangs up. Okay. So another guy on the island, we'll call him mm-hmm. Guy 2. Yeah. Uh, he says that he'll splash it all over the front page. Mm-hmm. Corruption and sex scandals. Yeah, slap, slap, slap. All that big news. He's like, it's a hell of a double feature. Ruling party leader. Mujin Park's dark side exposed. Mm-hmm. They're ready to leak all his information. His hopes to be prime minister crash back to earth. And he says back to the other guy, he's like, sounds good, right? So we gotta find out Mr. Park is a high up political figure. Oh yeah, we find all information about Mr. Park. Mm. Number one is basically saying that Mr. Park has gotten too big for his britches. Yep. And he's like, whether Mr. Park likes it or not, he's about to find out who really runs this country. 
Shoot. Oh, big talk. Big talk. And then, so here comes guy number three. Well, I figured his luck's run out now that you picked a fight with you, sir. Hmm. And here comes guy number one talking about that idiot didn't stand a chance. <laughs> yeah, all the all them people chilling on their island and they're like, ha ha ha, let's take drinks. We got this fool. Yep, looks like some old corrupt rich mofos doing effed up stuff. Yep. So the lady that's there, you know, giving out the drinks and attending them mm-hmm. on the island, she looks up and she see all the birds leaving. Oh yeah, suddenly the weather changes and birds flying off and yo, whew. The sky turns dark and the wind picks up. I'm like, oh well, this can't be good. Nope. So, some cloud or some mist starts surrounding the island. Mm-hmm. And then we see something coming from above. We have no idea what it is. Heading towards the island. The guys scream. And as that's happening, the next thing is we see a hand smashing the table. Yup. And the hand is Mr. Park's hand. Mr. Park. I don't know what Mr. Park did, but it looked like he no. laid down the law. Now, Mr. Park asked a lady who I'm assuming is a secretary, mm-hmm. what's our progress? And she says negotiation with all agencies is complete. <laughs> we'll release the info to the press in two hours, and everything is going as planned. My son ready. So, Mr. Park says, all right, then let's begin. Our time has finally come. Um, Time for what, homie? Yeah, facts. We don't know what's about to press down, but homie, homie obviously got the power of something. Then we see a mural, and then we see on Mr. Park's palm, there's a cross. Now, the next thing we see is we see a helicopter flying towards the island, and the pilot says, what in the world? And what we see on the whole island is a palm-shaped handprint with an X. Yep, just like Mr. Park. I'm like, oh, oh, that's what he's talking about. Oh, he got those mofos. He got the power power. Scared of you. Oh, yeah, facts. And right after that, we shift right into the intro. And let's talk about this intro. Man, I don't know. They picked out some new age fire music, jazzy, upbeat, visuals was fire. Like, yo, everything about this was a go. Like, they preparing this beforehand. I don't know. They was in the studio cooking this one up. But this was, this was flames. This was all the flames. Oh, yeah, this is a bop. Big bop. Hey, I don't yeah. know, man. They was in the studio working on this, and they get everything. They get an A-plus for that. Yeah. Damn it, I'll be your contradiction. Yeah, that shit was fire. That shit, yeah, that's on repeat. Honestly, I need to put that on my Spotify. Listen, I was watching the intro, and I swore for a hot second that one of the fighters was Korra. Huh? Yes, yes, that's the one, the big muscly one. Yes! I tell you, every one of our podcasts connects up, I swear. Because there's just a universe of things that just keep following shit. Korra wanted so much violence, she went to somewhere else. <laughs> she was like, these guys can't hold me. I need to be in a tour. And honestly, I mean, the way Korra looking, ain't she like, what age is she? She probably a high schooler too. She going into this. That's why I had to rewind it back Hold up. <laughs> shit. She said, I am done with this avatar shit. I'm going to show these niggas what's up. Because this is right up her alley, too. She's right here. Like, Tell, me this violence. Tell me this ain't a side note of the pro bending tournament. Come on, man. She was like, violence. I'm here. She said, God, what? They're doing what? A tournament, huh? Oh, I got this. She's like, Tenson, I'm sneaking off the island again. Right. <laughs> Tenson, like, I gave y'all one job. Where is she? What do you mean, God of high school? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Son, oh man! God. So that intro is all fire and everything going down. That fight's going into the intro. It's it's all beautiful. And then after that, we see the intro to the episode title plays, which is set up stand up, and uh, we get straight into the story now. 
Yep, so here we see rain falling, and we get our first intro to a young Jin and yep. his grandfather. Mm-hmm. So Jin is crying, and then suddenly the rain stops. Yep. So his grandfather is telling him, he's like, don't go crying, buddy. In times like this, we got to stand tall and smile real big. Yep. So he goes on to tell him that he finally gets to go to school, and he wants him to make sure you study because learning is important. Mm-hmm. Now, young Jin asks him, why does it have to be right now? And his grandpa tells him to get in there and make lots of friends. He asks him, like, can you do that? So then his grandpa walks off and disappears. Yeah, he legit left him with some good words. And he was like, homie, I'm out. <laughs> the rain begins again. And we see a young Jin. And he says, I think I can. I won't ever let you down, grandpa. I'll do it. I promise. Mm. Feels yeah, I know, right? Yes. Yeah, if you got father figures and just inspiration and all that stuff, that definitely hit. So next we then see an older gen who's getting up from bed. And on the wall opposite of, of his bed area is a picture of young Jen and grandpa. Yep. So Jen goes to lay back down, but then he immediately pops back up and he looks at his clock. Man, this clock has seen better days. Boy, this shit is big smashed. I don't know what he did to this, but just like once again, like I said, all our podcasts connect. But what is he? He is a late boy. What does this feel like? Ninja Storm peeps. <laughs> so the clock on the clock is almost seven. Jin screams, and the next thing we see is we see Jin running out of the house. Okay, but before we leave his house part, so let's stay on the mere fact. I don't see no parents. I don't see no nothing. So this is definitely anime protagonist 101 where they have their own apartments. I don't understand how they be living like this as high schoolers and stuff like that. But obviously, this kid got his own place. And he got the safety of his own place. So that's already, that's always mind-blowing to me. Well, maybe he has someone like the third supporting him. Maybe. That's, that's I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. So after flying out of his house, mm-hmm. now he's hauling ass on his bike. Oh, big time. I'm talking about, you thought what they was doing last week was hauling ass? My son was going deep. My son almost ran over an old lady. Yeah, so son, son, is, son is hauling. He's moving. He is going. Son, and he's talking to himself. He says, why today of all days? Why did you have to sleep in, dummy? Mm-hmm. Talking to himself. Sounds just like Ninja Storm peeps. So he's riding, and then... Of course, like you said, he saw the old lady, and then the old lady sees him, and he sees her, him heading towards her. She starts screaming. Then he starts screaming. He, he swerves the last minute, and the lady, she yells at him to come back here and apologize. But before she can even finish her thought, Jin done smashed into the barricade and off the cliff mountain. My son went completely off the cliff. Now, anybody else in this situation would have had high-stress would have been bugging out this whole time. Homie catches himself in midair, catches the bike, and start riding the air pretty much. I'm like, yo, 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 this kid be different. <laughs> I think that was him riding in the water in the next scene, but I can't tell because it's kind of blurry. But somebody can even explain this. Yeah, my son already better than all them Ninja Storm people that controlling his chakras. <laughs> right? He out here waterbending or doing something. I don't know. Well, they need to explain. Air- well, hold on, hold on. He airbended. He waterbended. And he riding on the ground. He looking pretty good to me. <laughs> he looking better than the slackers of last week. They need to explain who his trainer was and, and get him over to the people at the Ninja Storm. Cause... Wait, hold on. Yeah, because Sensei should have been watching this video. Sensei would have been like, nah, nah, nah. I ain't need none of y'all. He the one true ranger. We don't need three. We got one. This is fine. So the next scene we get is an announcement playing in town saying today our society, our country begins gearing up for that highly anticipated event. Students competing in the all styles martial arts tournament, the God of High School. And they tell us that city preliminaries will be held at the Korg Arena. Yeah, and it's going to be live and streaming out here. 
Yeah, so we didn't see some kids watching the same promotional video on their phones yep. on the train. And we also see some kids watching it in a coffee shop called Moon Bucks. And I guess this is popular because everybody talking about it, everybody watching it. Oh, yeah. This is a big shift to the country and everybody around because it's like one of them big Amber or news alerts that just hits everybody's phone and everybody's paying attention to it. Zordon would like this. Oh, <laughs> Yo, sorry, I'm telling you, we're merging everything together here because, man, shit, let him be known. So, next we see a guy working in a convenience store, and we get our first look in our intro to Han. Yeah. So, Han is talking to him, who I'm assuming is his manager, mm-hmm. and he's telling him that he better clock out. And the manager says it's that time already, and he thanks Han for working the night shift before the yep. prelims. So, I'm assuming Han's in this tournament, too. Yep, Han trying to work all the shifts, too. Yeah, Han is like, hey, it's my job. So, we didn't see Han out back of the store. Got this buddy. He's like, huh, for the looks of this, I may have, I may need some more shifts. Yeah, he needs some more shifts for sure. He, if we, to assume anything, my son, he trying to go into that tournament, he trying to go up for the moolah, because this shift, shit, it ain't making enough. Yeah, son, this, he like, this ain't it. Nope. This ain't it, because. So, the next thing we see, we see a small group of high schoolers, and they're wondering why they didn't qualify for the guy of high school. Yeah, that karate club ain't make this. Yeah, they're like, nah, how we, how we not make it? Facts. I'm like, don't we know all these judo, kung fu, all this other stuff? Who, who's in this tournament? Then? Who's in this tournament? They debating that. They see a lady jogging by there. They all look at her. Then they go back to their conversation like, yeah, I don't know how they picked the people for these preliminaries. Some of these people are regulars, but some of these people I ain't never heard of before. What's going right. on here? So then we see a girl walks up to them. Yep. And we get our first intro to you. Mm-hmm. And she tells the guys that she's lost and she asks them for directions to the arena. So they give her directions and while they give her directions, she leans into one of them. Oh, she eyeballed the hell out of some muscle veins. And then she, her heart is beating, every head beating. And then she says, your muscles are incredible. You know, shrieking. Boy, just like last week, how we saw the quick change of the Ninja Storm after they took off their gi and they had stuff underneath. These guys flex so hard that they bust out their gi and it was just all straight muscles. They was like, oh, word, you like muscles. You Man, they gi disintegrated. They out here flexing and posing. I'm like, what is going on here? What's wrong with y'all? And like I said, at this point, I have no idea what's going on. Nah, not a clue. And she's mesmerized. She's looking at all the muscles. Big fact. She's about that. You know who she remind me of? She remind me of that girl when we reviewed Kroko Basketball and they manager could see all the, the numbers. Yes! It's that same kind of energy. This must be her cousin. Probably. So, next we see Jen on his bike. Man, and homie look exhausted. <laughs> I don't know how long he been riding. We still don't know how you survived the fall from the mountain. Facts. Nobody's explained that landed. at this point. Yeah, and his bike don't look broke, so he landed some kind of safe. Yeah, so we don't know how you miraculously managed to survive. Yeah, you different. Anyway, so he's talking about he hopes that the arena has food Ooh. stalls. He's like, keep it together, man. Talking about rice balls and noodles. So now, as he's doing that... We see someone in a motorcycle zip by, mm-hmm. and he has something in his hand. Now, Jen yells at him to watch where he's going. So we did see the old lady from earlier, and she says to stop him, give that back. And then we get a whole backstory of the lady. My son processed this entire shit in his head about the whole the sick family member and needing money for the surgery and shit like that. I was like, it shit happened so fast. I was like, wait, what? What What happened? We have no idea if the story is true. That's what I'm saying. I feel like he fabricated <laughs> this whole shit in 2.5 to process seeing somebody get robbed, running away, and thinking in your hope because he wasn't talking to this person just now. So you're thinking, oh, she need this money for surgery. Little Timmy about to die. Little Timmy need open heart surgery. That was the last of her funds. She 
she took all that out of the bank just to pay for little Timmy, only for this man to rob her. That's what I'm like, yo, where did this story come from? And but anyway, he is motivated by this story. Oh, facts, he's big heated. So wow, son is like, I right. do doing the bike is like, yeah, this was this was easy. This was an he, easy one. He instantly and, went from tired and and hungry, and he was like, nah, fuck that. I'm down to chase this robber now. Yep. So in the background. The guy, he hears Jen, hey, stop. You get up. You bring your butt back here, thief. <laughs> and while that's going down, some, some dude is rapping on live stream. <laughs> yeah, and, and they zip past him. That's getting covered with all over the TVs now. Homie must be big famous. I don't know who, who this rapper is or what he rapping about, but homie rapping on live stream, and he catches everything. Everybody's seeing this shit go down now. Now, mind you, before they zip by, son, Jen is telling dude the whole story of or, or while he's on his bike. He's like, hey, give that lady's purse back so she can pay the surgery for Lady Tubby or he'll die. Max. He's like, you he want like, that what? on your head? He like, huh? What the hell? What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Divas, he all confused. He's like, what the f- Who the hell are you? I mean, I'm getting the hell out of here. Facts. So then we get the action sooner. Jen over here flipping over his bike and his bike Jen going is like, busting some Dustin-style BMX <laughs> stuff from last. Yo, Dustin would have seen that shit and be jealous. There's way too connections in this beginning. Yeah. So Jen on his bike manages to catch up with the motorcycle. He jumps mm-hmm. on the motorcycle with the guy. He bites the guy. Yep. So then they both see a truck and they both scream and Jen miraculously <laughs> somehow jumps back onto his bike. Which, how is Nuts. it still moving? I Nuts. do not understand. Nuts. This is a magic bike. This is some Sabrina the Teenage Witch freaking broomstick bike. So the robber heads up the high road. He laughs and Jay said, ha ha, win. And Jen talking about, oh yeah, make it interesting. So Jen uses a truck ramp to whole vote himself up to the upper level. Nigga, who are you? <laughs> and me, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Facts. <laughs> now he's at the same level as the robber. He tells the robber to pull over. He tells the robber that you're done. Pull over, thief. So here, at this point, we see you, who is still enamored with the muscles. Mm. Still. <laughs> so then... He sees her, but it's way too late, so... Oh, yeah. She, yo, when we talk about things getting pimp-slapped and getting completely mowed down, whatever he was dodging when he didn't hit that old lady, that full force took the whole of her face. He went front wheel first into her face. Boom! Sent her into the trash. <laughs> Son, Jen stops the bike. He says, I, I'm sorry. I really am. I'm just kind of in a rush. And he rides off. Oh, you. boy. Wait. First, no, 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 no. This is, on a trend of the many shows we reviewed, we like to call this our women of violence. And boy, we about to see it. You. She looks down and she sees her broken glasses. You was like, oh, hell no. Bring your ass back here, boy. She throws her sword at his bike, knocks him off the bike. And I don't know if she flashed over there or what the case was, but at this point, the next thing we see is we see her yoking him up. Violence, violence, violence. <laughs> and what she says, it's like, you just can't smash it, dash, you jerk. I'm like, uh, can be used out of various contexts. <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm like, Jen, you know her? What you been up to? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, Jen might be for the streets. So I'm like, now not only do you have to explain how you survived the mountain, but you got to explain when you smashed her and what's going on here. Yeah, what was this smashing ass? What was happening? Yeah. <laughs> you got to explain it, you, Jen. Yeah, you an interesting fella. <laughs> but so here comes Jen. He explains to her 
Wait, first, he's facing, oh, I need to get this money back because he stole it from the old lady. And then he tells her the story. Yeah, the story that he don't know if it's true or not, but she was so enamored. She was like, oh, my God, little Timmy. Yeah, she's like, oh, no, that's awful. Next, we see the thief saying, man, what's that guy's problem? Thanks. Hey, yo, the way are they ripping through these streets for this shit? Oh, my God. And then the next thing that we see is we see both you and Jin or Jin's bike in pursuit. Bro, they combine like a Megazord. <laughs> and you see Jin talking to, to you. You's like, is that the thief up ahead? She's like, yeah. Bro, like, son, <laughs> who are these kids? Because why is she standing perfectly on his thing, just leveled up and just not even shifting, not even... She don't got a stress in the world. She was like, this is perfect. Yep, so it, it's crazy. So then we see Han walking down the street. <laughs> and then we also see the rapper. He found Granny, started rapping on live stream to bring up her feelings and ask her what's going on with this whole robbery shit. Yeah, so at that point, they zip past Han. Han is on his phone. He shrugs off and keeps walking. But yeah, he sees the video of the rapping dude and Granny, he's scrolling to figure out what was going on. He's like, oh, oh, okay. Like, Granny going to what now? Oh, so that's what that was. Oh, that's what's going on. Okay. Yeah, I, I heard that. Now, so at this point, you and Jed are on this thief's ass. Yeah, right. Yo, they're going through these treats. So this is wild. The biker, he, you know, he's like, all right, I'm going to use all my motorcycle skills. So homie busts out a sharp turn, thinking he bad. Oh, no, but here come Jed. Here come Jed and you when you you keeping the bike balanced with the sword. I'm like, what is that's going on here? Jeez. I was like, wow, this is wild. So at this point, the thief throws the money. Jen mm -hmm. stops the bike, and he's like, you, you got this, so you folks off the bike. Bruh. This ready, ready to hit her Moonlight Sword style number 17. Woo, you ready to see this combo? And she lands face first into the street sign. Bro, that shit had me weak. You thought she was coming in with that combos and shit. Shrink! <laughs> The silhouette of you's face in the street side. <laughs> well, that's another proof that this person's different because if I hit a street sign, it ain't making a dent. So not only she had a whole dish, she had a whole cast. Face, mold, and everything. At this point, the thief is like, yes, oh, yeah, now I'm free. This. Yeah, nobody got, nobody can handle bike man through the streets. And what we see, a <laughs> fist. And the fist smashed right through his visor and his helmet. Listen, and sent homie flying. And went back 10 blocks. <laughs> and who was the man this fist was attached to? It was Han. Han giving out the Hans. And Hans just busted that ass. Mr. Thief got these Hans. And Thanks. he sent him flying into a truck. You gotta you got say it like Spongebob style. He got the Hans. He <laughs> handles Han like, hmm, I guess I caught up to him. What? First of all, we zipped past you, so are we making a circle, or are you just that fast? More questions. More questions than this. Yeah. Three are different. We see our main three people here, and this is strange. It gets better, because then here come you, with the sign still attached <laughs> to her face, asking what happened, and she missed it. Well, the yeah. Si <laughs> the sign falls off of her face. Sign can't handle you. <laughs> and so both you and Jen see hard. Mm-hmm. And then we get, next scene, we just get a couple images of them, all three of them riding the bike in 8-bit form. Oh, I like that. The cool cutaway, the nice old-school game animation pause halfway through. That's, yo, the little touches that this anime does is really nice. And then we get them in a God of High School fart, showing, okay, these mm -hmm. will be our protagonists. These are my people. <laughs> so, next scene, we finally get to yep. the arena. 
Yep, announcer starts the tournament, all streaming. They talking about it, so we shifting in. So we're at the arena. These are our second preliminaries. Mm-hmm. The seal prelims are about to start. Yeah, so the announcer is giving us all his announcements, hammering it up. They live streaming all this, everybody watching. Yep. And then we see, I guess, who, these will be the head honchos of this tournament. Mm-hmm. We see Pointy Nose over here. No. And we see Mr. Lickitung over here. And, and, <laughs> and, and then we see all this, you know, we see all the students and contestants. We see, we see Jan, we see Han, we see Lou, we see you. And oh. my first question is, why does everybody in this show look like they got a cold? Yeah, yeah, the red nose. <laughs> Listen. Red nose. I'm ready to come with the Vicks, the Halls, the Emergency, and the Flintstone Chewables. This anime was sponsored by Rudolph, bro. (laughs) All that shit. The soup? All that shit. Because I was like, what is going on here? I don't know. Somebody need to blow their nose because they all over this anime. Yes, and I'm like, wow. Weird time for this to drop. Everybody look like they got a cold and this dropped during COVID. (laughs) (laughs) So they announced to do his thing. They're getting ready for the tournament. We finally get introductions. Shit. So Jen introduced himself to Han. They both yeah. introduced themselves to you. Yeah, it was like, okay. everything. Yeah, yeah, it's like we're here. Like we're here. Yep. We are here. And in the midst of this, the announcer is announcing that all these are all styles are open in the fights. No limit. Uh, knockout only. Knockout only or give up. Uh, no DQ. <laughs> so you use whatever weapon you want. <laughs> the following contest is no holds barred. And anything goes. Guess we get here for violence. Yeah. See, Cora would love this tournament, uh, David. Oh, Cora just, ah, uh, Tenzin, Tenzin. Like, let Tenzin. me fight. Like, you let me go for this one thing. Yeah, I never bothered you again. And basically, it's like, yeah, anything goes. You only lose by surrendering. And then, so we see the various contestants that come out. Yep, fighters are coming one. out all yeah. all around. And if if you see Jin, he hungry as fuck walking out there. Yo, Jill look like he like 85, yo. Uh, she's like, bro, they ain't had no food in the back. In the fucking back. Where am I supposed to eat? He's like, no food stands. Oh. Like, how? This big ass arena and all this shit? They got it all over Comic Con and shit. They got food vendors and everything. I can't buy nothing from nothing. He's like, I chased out a whole robber. You tell me I ain't got no food stand. Yeah, man. Where my live stream for help? Where my like, black man rapping for me? Like, this this the bullshit. Where my indie arms of an angel. Where, where me? <laughs> Come on, man. And so they, they're telling us now, Pointy Nose tells us about the fancy braces that they have on. Which, which, by the way, when they describe this, this sounds ultra fucking wild. When they said, when you came into the tournament, we stabbed you with the nanotech. I'm like, right, these are high schoolers. Did, you, did, did everybody sign a consent form? Did, did parents sign a consent? Y'all got nanotech in these what parents? and shit? Like, that's what, what parents too? Like, I, I don't know, bro. What's going on? Y'all got, y'all stabbing these high schoolers with nanotech te- te- technology just to be a part of, I guess this is all in the contract they signed because this is wild. But it says they vitals through nanotech and will heal them after. So you can you can beat the shit out of anybody you want as far as you want. Because the first real adults we've really seen for the most part has been these upper echelon people. Yeah. And the corrupt I, the corrupt uh, uh politicians and whatnot. Yeah. We see no aunties, no grandma. We only see one grandma. Well, grand- yeah, yeah. One grandma, a grandpa that disappeared. Yeah, so we I was like, what's going on here? Yeah, interesting. It's like you know, they're just giving us the rules of the tournament. Yep. Royal Rumble style. And they push those like, okay, we're gonna begin. And the crowd's confused. The... Yeah, they was like, we gonna start like this? How how we gonna we not even gonna like mince up the tournament? Like what, what are we doing here? Yeah, the crowd's confused, the competitors confused. It's like we ain't got no brackets, what's going on? Yeah. So as any fight or any commencement were to ever start, 
two dudes start yelling at each other and homies starting to realize power levels out here. They level is on the bracelet, apparently. And they start scoping each other out and everybody's trying to take part of whoever's weaker. So two dudes start and everybody realize, ah, I guess we can start throwing hands then. Like, it's a battle royale. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's what we doing. And yet, let's beef. Let's yep, go. Yep. Combo start. I'm seeing a whole bunch of judo, punches, kicks, yeah. bat swings, whole ass stunners. Like, oh my God. Yeah, then everybody will look competitive and start catching on. It's like, yeah. oh, this is what we doing? Oh, oh yeah, you come in. Hold this. Yeah. Especially those who was trying to find weak people. They said, get your ass over here. Yeah, they like, come get some. some. We got weapons. We got fists and feet flying. Facts. I got no, seriously. Big, big credit to the girl who popping the gum and hitting Stone Cold Stunners out here. Yeah, yo, I love her. She is my favorite because her style is literally wrestling and she busting yep. ass with, with moves, rock bottoms and shit. Like, yo, give credit to her. Yes, yes, we're going to give all the credit because she was out here doing it. Bless. If there was a highlight, part of someone who I want to follow their story is that person right there. Yeah, yo, the fact that she was stuttering people, she son. Did, she did hit it stone cold style. Boom in the belly, drop on the neck. Yeah, and we see Han. Han taking out like four people at once. Oh, yeah. Han, we see Han. you with her sword. Like, okay. Clearing the field. And then we got some niggas having the balls to go jump Jen. And that was a big mistake. Oh, uh, no, nah, Jen was about that action. He's like, let's go. They said these niggas is weak. Come, come get at him. Oh, my God. He's like, I'm already hungry. Let's go. I'm already pissed off because I'm hungry. Let's go. Now, after Jen cleared the field of the, of the scrubs, he said something that now confused me because now this is wondering what's going on or we need backstory to understand what's going on. Because he said something about wanting a rematch with the blonde guy, one of the executives up there. And I'm thinking in my head, what what, what rematch? Y- y'all fought? What, what's going on? That's what it looks like. It looks like they got some history. They got some history. What was the smoke? Yeah, I'm like, I want to know too, because he's like, yeah, you up there. I see you, homie. I mean, the way how we've been seeing Jin throughout this whole episode, he kind of powerful. So if he wanted a rematch, which sounds like he lost to said blonde guy, that nigga up there must be strong too. Mm-hmm. Jin like, come down here. Why you up there? Shit, talk about the smoke. And I, all the board members are watching. I mean, if that blonde guy got the smoke, he's a part of this organization, then, I mean, these niggas all got hands. They must yeah. all have hands. Yeah. And then we see a latecomer. Yeah. Oh, boy. This latecomer showed up with all kinds of gusto. He's like, yeah, I'm here. My striped sweater. Yeah. Yeah, he came in straight from jail. Hard rock knocks. <laughs> right? He's like, yeah, yeah, I just did a bit. What's good? Facts, yo. They told me about this tournament. Hold on. They said chain gang could be allowed, so I'm up in here. Son of his orange Cassidy. Facts. Ain't using no arms right now. Goes in and smokes, folks. Just stepping off dude's head. I'm like, yo. This guy different. Like, who energy, are you? Bro. I don't know who you is, but you came in here with a different level, boy. And then you goes to attack with her sword. Son is just dodging, 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 dodging. Facts. My son blocked the sword with the with the toesies. With his toes. He blocked it with his toes. And now he got the, he has the sword at this point. In his toes, in between yeah. his big toe and his other toe. Shit, my nigga knows the, the, the emphasis on mitosis. Son, then you brought out the hands and facts, the feet. Facts. Or so we thought. Shit. And in the midst of him blocking uh you and all that other shit, <laughs> here comes Jim coming out of nowhere and pantses him. Wait, but before that, he's like to you, he's like, I like you. I'm gonna ask you out of the date. Facts. I'm trying to get something with the smoke. Son out here fighting, but now he out here trying to bag too. My son doing all types of stuff. And you ain't with it. <laughs> No, not at all. And then, yo, this disrespectful ass Jen. 
Listen, Jim pants him, but the boxes he wears is actually hilarious because he turns around and all you see is the the elephant trunk. Now, listen, this nigga was wearing this in jail, so I know this nigga was a different nigga. But he was wearing clean (laughs) elephant trunk boxes because he turned around and all you hear is the sound of the elephant as you see Jin like right faced up with his groin. And we hear the elephant sound, boy. I made it know this because the back of one of them. That look like Cone from Bleach. Oh, my word. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. This is so wild. Honestly, the drawings, I was cracking up. Because they look like Rookie's drawings. Oh, my God. But yeah, like you said, he turns around. I'm like, so first, you you a little disrespectful shit, Jen. What the fuck? And like you said, then we see the elephant. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Y'all wild. So somehow he flashed up to pull his pants back up. I don't know how he did it. <laughs> my, son, my son just shimmy, then that shit just popped up. So now him and him and Jen is scrapping. He not Jen. He not Jen, but homie peeped what was going on from afar, and he was like, "Yo, Jen's really fast." Because if you look at his foot, there's a big blemish on yeah. it from a strike. So Jen was fast enough to hit him while getting the the blow of that and getting sent back. So he hit him and took the sword. Yeah, which, I mean, yo, who is this kid? I don't know, but all Jim was like, oh, you going all out? All right. Shit. So we doing? Let's go. And they go and go in for that epic, epic freeze frame moment where we got our two major powerhouses ready for a collision and they start flying in the air and they both seeing each other and they ready to collide and to be continued. And that's the way how we end the episode. And then the ending, yo, we don't really talk about a lot of ending OPs, but man, this one is a vibe. This shit real nice, real calm in nature. Visuals is beautiful as well. I'm telling you, the outskirts of this anime from opening to ending to little pause features and shit like that is amazing. They get top notches for that. Yeah, their ending sequence is very good. Yeah, their ending and opening. And they, they for them to give a fuck about that is very important because a lot of people be lacking in OPs sometimes. Yeah, the visuals, the animation there at the openings, them and they fits, them showing the three protagonists joking around. It's a nice touch. Yeah, it's a nice touch on that. So that's the end of the episode. Uh, my final thoughts is this episode is hype. We have our meeting of a three-person team, kind of like the Rangers, but <laughs> the better the better end of uh, the three-person team. Kids with random and impressive abilities in this tournament got them going off. I like the different styles and the show on the format of a tournament style. That's really interesting. The interest always lies with uh, villains we see go up against our main three, and so far, the cliffhanger is hella pulling towards continuing this. So, what is your final thoughts on the episode? In the beginning, they had me shaky. I yeah. wasn't too sure what was going on. I was yeah. I was about to just like, ah, but then as the episode went on, we started to meet the protagonist. We had our whole chase scene, just establishing that they are crazy, and then we got a little bit to the tournament, and by the end of the episode, I was intrigued. I said, okay, now we got something. Let's see what's going to happen here. Definitely. I think one of the strokes of this show is it leaves a lot to chance and you're questioning a lot. So you're wondering what's going on or if you missed something from beforehand. And that might be like an issue along the ways. But I mean, watching this for what they're presenting so far looks like a bunch of hype. Yeah, like they built it up to the point where like, okay, now I want to see what's going to happen. Exactly. And if we're talking about like pull pull value to watch the next episode, I mean, that cliffhanger is definitely like, oh, no, now I need to see the fight. What Like these guys is about to smoke and they about to fight. Let me see what's going on. Yeah, you can't leave me out with the good part like that. What's up? Exactly. Exactly. So 
All right, so we shifting gears into episode two, named Renewal slash Soul. So let's step into that. Right from the jump, we get this Pentagon-like looking building. Mm-hmm. And then we get inside, we see some people looking at some screens. And on the main screen, we see the island with the handprint and the cross. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're like, I guess they must be investigating what happened because they're like, what the fuck? Yeah, they said something about they call on Cheriok. We don't know what the hell whatever Cheriok is, but they talking about it. They definitely are. And I'm like, what the hell was that? And then so we see the suits and they're like, we, they're like, we don't want to believe it. It must be Cheriok. Yeah. And then we get alarms going off. And like, mm-hmm. what's going on here? They was talking about protecting the press, whoever, whoever big high official they got up in there. Yep, they're like, like, get the president out of here. We got to confirm this ASAP. Thanks. We see all the security FBI looking like suits. Mm-hmm. And so the door opens, and we see a dude walking through. And they tell him to stop. And they ask, like, who are you? Who are you, son? And dude got across all freak. It's Mujin Park. Oh, shit. Mujin uh, up in the building. Cause of shit. Now, last episode, we saw a scene where Mujin was on a plane. And he was talking with his, his counsel and all that stuff. So it looked like this is where he was going. And he came cause of muck here. Right. So next day, we see him smile. And then we get the intro. Now, before that, there was a little cameo for, like, someone who looked, like, in the presidential corner and everybody talking. There was somebody in there that looked like Tony Stark. <laughs> I know you're talking about. <laughs> yo, I was, yo, you looking at the table, you like, oh, wait, we got, we got Iron Man on the payroll? Ah, uh, nah, it's too serious. They call the Avengers here. Listen, I guess Iron Man got to do something when he ain't being Iron Man and Facts. save the world. My son said, oh, you got who? What, what? Apparently, after they got rid of Thanos, they trying to hang this shit called Cheerioc. <laughs> yeah, but yes. And I was like, oh, Mr. Parker, like, what are you doing here, sir? Tony snapped himself into a different universe. Tony was looking like, oh, shit. I don't know what we're dealing with now. <laughs> shit, I need to get suited up. Right? It's like, all right, like my suit all the way over there. I don't know if I got enough time to get into it. Facts. These niggas look fast. So that was just a side note that I picked up on that uh, debriefing room. But yeah, we got the intro, and boy, it hit again. It hit again. It hit every time. Yeah, man, the intro was fire. Yep, and then we got the title of the episode coming to Renewal slash Soul, and then we go straight into the episode again. Yes, my urge to sing the episode. Sing right, right. I was like, no, you're recording, damn it. <laughs> right, right, right. Now that we put this shit back out in the network, we're not trying to get call-ups. Yeah, yes, yes. We're trying to get the people to stay. We don't want them to run away. Yeah, we're trying to get this money, too, on the low. <laughs> commercial, so then commercial we're, plug, we're, plug, we're, give us the <laughs> Anchor, we're a, looking at you. Send us the commercials. Oh, man. So we're back at the tournament. And we just see the higher-ups. They're, they're talking about the tournament. We actually, we finally see some bracket. Yeah, because it, it has seemed like this Royal Rumble that we was about to get into done finished. So they started breaking the brackets down and shit like that. You're like, wait. Wait, 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 wait. I feel cheated. What? What happened? We left off on the on the big collision. What? What? What skipped? Why? Yeah, like hold up. One. Who, who won the battle royal? Right. Where's Jin? Where's Dreadlock? Like, I got a question. How, how did this bracket be formed? How, how y'all get like? When did y'all tell them to stop? What, what's going on? We need answers. Damn it. Facts. So next day we see you, and you don't look too happy. Oh, big man. So somebody asks her what's going on. She's like, knock it off or leave me alone, you big jerk. And so the person that she's talking to is Jen. Who's got something over his neck. Yeah. And I guess he must be annoyed the hell out of her because she's like, listen, I'm tired of you. And then we get a, like, midway as they were talking, we get a flashback to what happened during the collision. Midway when Jen and I think we got his name, uh, Mansu. I, I, I think that's what they said last episode. Yeah, I believe that was his name. 
Yeah. Uh, Monsu, him, them going in, and they was ready to have their big battle going one on one in the air. And then out of nowhere, you just wait. see you pull up and snap homie's neck. Who ass snap? Wait, yo, that was wild. She really went up there. She was like, don't get involved and snapped homie's neck. What in the fuck? Yeah, before that, Jen is just looking at her. And she's like, yo, what are you doing? You lurking? You, you being the creep? What's going on? It's like, it's creeping me out. Jen looks at her. And then, like you said, we get our flashback of the action of her snapping his neck. Yeah. It's like, give me back my sword. And we pop back. And Jen asks her, you're not secretly a gorilla, are you? Yo, that shit had me weak. <laughs> yeah, Talk- I'm like, he really didn't just say that. I mean, listen, we talk about the women of violence, and this girl is about that. If you, if she got so mad that you got involved with something that she took you, I, I mean, after today, you thought they'd be a little bit more civil, you know, things, things get crazy and shit like that. But she really whole ass broke this nigga neck. Thank God for the nanotech because she really broke this nigga's neck. Like, you think you would have learned your lesson the first time? I mean, yeah, but she legit, like, if they had no nanotech, and this was, like, one of those surprise things, I think she killed him. I think she legit killed him. That's what I'm saying. Then you want to go poke the bear again? Yeah. I mean, he, he not scared for shit. I mean, this is outside the tournament, and I'm pretty sure they can't heal you again. But Jin said, I'll be prepared this time. She ain't going to snap my neck. Man, she snuffed him, started kneeing him in the stomach. Listen. <laughs> and then here come Han, like, um... And she points at him like, you following me too? Damn stalker. Uh, and Hannah's like, just, um, uh, my house is this way. And she's like, fine, whatever. I'm like, oh. So and then as we go on, she's like, she's like, fix it. And so from what I gather from that little interaction that the sword has gotten broken. Yeah. Which is why his neck got broken. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, he was trying to save the sword in the midst of all that stuff. Homie had it between his toes and shit like that, so. And then so we get a little flashback of, I guess, the nanotech working on his neck. Yup. <laughs> They was working overtime. They was like, oh, god damn. I didn't realize all that. I know niggas was getting knocked out, but Jesus. Like, damn, she broke your neck in like five places. What the fuck? And then that's another thing that confuses me about the tournament. If he broke his neck and he dropped, shouldn't he be like out of the tournament? Wasn't that like a knockout? How would people get knocked out of this tournament? Didn't they say they have to forfeit or surrender or something crap like that? It was by knockout or give up. And I'm pretty sure if his neck got snapped and he went to the hospital, ain't that a tap out? Or oh, my son was walking around with broke neck. I guess he's pulling Kurt Angle out of That's wild. See, that proves that both these children are friggin' different, too. Jen, Jen out here just chilling with a broken neck. Guess so. Sounded like he fixed me up. Hey, yo, I need accent. <laughs> uh, referee, I'll be Ooh. in the brackets later, but my neck pop. <laughs> oh, maybe that's why Tony was there. Maybe he created the nanobots. There you go. There you go. It's all coming together. Right. So then we see them walking together on their way home. Han was very interested in the tech, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. And then they're talking about the tournament. They all talk about the interest of wanting to be in the tournament for their reasons. Yeah. And it's like, why do you want to be in the tournament, Han? Han's like, Han's like, I need money. That's it. He's like, I want money. <laughs> and then Goku, I mean, Jin, wants to fight. Yeah. Like, you, what about you? She's like, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to revive this dojo, yo. She's trying to bring that honor back. She on Hazuko shit. She's trying to bring that honor back. And then... And they asked her, how'd you let your sword get snatched so fast? She's like, listen, I ain't have my glasses. Oof. I felt that, Velma. <laughs> <laughs> she knocked up Jin again. The sword goes flying into the water. Mm-hmm. And then Jin tries to apologize so fast. And she, yo, before before he even finished his sentence, she smacked the shit out of him. Yeah. And tells him to leave. It's like, get out of here. You pissing me off. And so you goes out to go find her, her family sword. And in the midst, she remembers her father's words. 
Her father basically told her to seek a sword fighter successor, which is weird to me. I guess it's, you know, the the representation and the sexism just on on the way they see women in the yeah. in the feudal line and stuff like that. But her father dead said to her, who's been training for years onto this style and knows all the styles of the of the sword, uh, for her to seek out a successor to use the family sword. So she has to find somebody else to grace her family sword with after she has been learning all these horse styles. That I call bullshit. Oh yeah, that's definitely the bullshit. Oh no, man. I heard all that and she's she's so focused on her father's words and getting this shit done. I'm sitting here, I'm like, girl, you the successor. What the fuck? Yo, at first I was trying to figure out how she was lighting up the water. I was like, she uses some kind of mystic art. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point, I wouldn't pass it by y'all. Then I figured we saw it was her phone. But then here comes Jen with the high beam. And Jen's like, yeah, I'm here. She's like, do whatever you want. Yep, yep. Jen came in with the backup. And here comes Han coming in with the extra backup, bringing that shit from work, too. Jen's like, you helped me with the old lady. I can't leave you hanging now. Thanks. That, and I mean, it's my fault. Yeah. Like, listen, we were checking down criminals on the bike. We here now. Facts. We in this. We live together. We die together. Bad high schoolers for life. <laughs> for real. <laughs> <laughs> we about that life now. So uh, they all go looking for the sword. And then after that, we switch straight back into the tournament. And right off the rip, when we get back into this tournament, sponsorship, Crunchyroll up the ass. Yeah, I saw you. I'm oh like, yo. Oh, my God. They put that screen straight in your face. Crunchy, 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 crunchy. Patent pended everything. Crunchy, 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 crunchy. Yeah, I'm like, we get it. We get it, Crunchy, damn it. Oh, this nigga said, y'all going, no, it's me. Y'all going, no, it's me. Like, yes, you going to understand. This is us, damn it. We don't care where you watching it. You gonna know where this came from? Facts. I'm watching it from HBO Max, and these niggas are like, nah, nah, crunchy, about the crunchy. Like, get your crunchy sponsor premium. Yeah, it's like what? What's HBO Max stream? It's sponsored by Crunchyroll. HBO Max with crunchy, crunchy. Yeah, this tournament sponsored by Crunchyroll. Crunchy, all about the crunchy life. This TV that you're watching on, it's also sponsored by Crunchyroll. Your soul, your life, your entertainment, crunchy. Everything owned by crunchy. So, yeah, back to the tournament. Yep, fighters get introduced, and we prepping in the back now. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. We see Chi doing Chi things. We see Lady Wrestler. Oh, yeah. yes. Yes. Give me all of this, lady. I, I, I'm i a big fan. Man, we need to follow up on you. You need a part in this story. And then we see we see you. We see you. You too. <laughs> you got her sword. So he must have fished it out of the water. Yeah. Like, okay, okay. And we see Jen. You know, he's taking a nap. Somebody comes over like, hey, it's good. And it's, it's Dreadlock. <laughs> it's homie Monsu gone. Gone. Monsu gone. Pulled up. And he was like, yo, that smoke. We got interrupted the other day. So you know what it is. You, you trying to step to me. You sleep? Disrespecting me? Bruh. Jen is at this point. He's still snoring. One of the dudes tell our friend here, Dreadlock. Kimondo's like, yo, leave him alone. Yeah, I think yeah. homie Nate, I think this is the homie named Gondo. I, at first, with his, the way how he got his eyes, I mean, he got his eyes centered real low. So I wasn't too sure if he was like a blind fighter or what was going on because he had the eyes real low. And he was talking some kind of way. And then the way how he was trying to defend Jen and everything, he was talking all kinds of all kinds of calm shit and, and being like, all right, we got to save this for the for the actual tournament fights out there. Monta wasn't here and all that and wanted to smoke. So he kicked wind straight up in my son's face. And he almost caught some slipping. And the blood started draining out of him. And you was like, oh, nah, this is wild. 
And he's like, never let your guard down. I'm like, oh. Okay. Yeah, homie Jin. It was it, you wasn't seeing it until you realized it. But Jin, in the quick ways of waking up and saving this nigga's whole life, he elevated him so he dodged the kick. So Monta was definitely ready to take off Gondu's whole ass head, and he was just there blocking. And then we get pointy nose attention participants. Facts. You mean doofusmorts? Mm-hmm. Mm. And we get some nice little graphic shading animation here. Yep. We get Monsoon in the photo with his multiple pairs of underwear, which I, I don't understand, but it's here. <laughs> Whatever they want to put in your uh, billing. Oh, and those were also sponsored by Crunchyroll. Oh, yeah, definitely. They go no. They go no. So, we get our Group A match, yep. which is you versus Han. Oh, shit. He's setting up some interesting fights. I don't like, I don't like it. It's, it's already too early for this, but yeah. We get Jin versus somebody called the Beast. Mm. Okay. I mean, we got in the first round everybody that was handling from Mirai to Jin, uh, to my son, to Yo, to Han, like they was all winning the first round. Oh yeah, and the Han that you was fighting was a different Han, and she washed him. Old girl won the, won her first round too, right? Yes, she did. Yeah, it up for Miss Stunner out here with all the combos. And then we get Ma Nison versus Wu. All right. We ready with the smoke. That was our lady wrestler. I just had to double check the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was her. It was her. Okay. Suplexing. Because I wrote it down. Suplex. Facts, man. She come, She a highlight of every episode when I see her fighting because she dropping something new. I'm here for it. Hit that nigga with a sharpshooter. Hit that nigga with a wall circle. Hit that nigga with a cobra. I don't yep. care what it is. Give me anything. Super kick. Super kick. Super kick. Super kick. Yeah. My dosa has said she took her to Suplex City. Oh, let's go. <laughs> let's get it. And she won. And so we get a couple more qualified matches. And the fights don't last long, but they're interesting. Nah, but we get the quick bits. We get a whole bunch of that until we finally get to a main round. So we got the two that was uh, arguing and chatting in the back. We finally see a monster versus Gondo, and we oh. about to start this. And Han won his first match too. He he beat the guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, our main people went through for sure. And here go Jen talking about I want to fight you. I want to fight you and Han so bad. This nigga got a Goku level about him. That definitely got that Goku spirit. He, him and Goku would definitely get along. Food. Adventures uh, yeah. wanting to fight strong people. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. You're right. Oh yeah, and dude that he saved earlier came back. Thank you for saving. Yeah, facts. Gondo. Jim's like, it's cool, it's cool. He's like, don't worry, that's not gonna happen again. Yeah, you you, you better be prepared for whatever you're about to get up to next. Yeah, Jim tells him to be careful. Mm-hmm. He tells him you're tough. Now wait a minute. I'm like, I looked at my notes. I'm like, oh, 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 he fighting. Oh shoot. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's on. He fighting Monsu next, so we about to go there. next. Woo. So we got Monsu versus Gondo. We getting the start. We getting a full account of this one. So they telling us you either get knocked out of the ring or you get sent out for 20 seconds and that'll be done. No holding back. Wait, we have rules? That's apparently what they said now. Right when they was about to scrap, they gave him the 20 second knockout if you out the <laughs> ring or you get knocked out in the ring. i like, what happened to the, the weapons and the no rules? And the they are flipping on their own <laughs> shit. I don't, I, we're getting these rules late in the game. Like, what's going on? Like, what you mean I can't use this trash can? So we 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 get in the action. Yep. Right, get so in we, the action. We start getting dizzy with it. So Gondo goes in with the early combos. Gondo, the way how he was shouting the the moves and shit, he reminded me of Hawk Fu from Jackie Chan Adventures. My <laughs> son was calling all kinds of crane kick and mountain jumps lion with the monkey paw. <laughs> and the crowd is stunned. This is where this anime shines. This is oh, fight yeah. scenes. 
this is such game changing clean shit. This is the like if we talking about budget, they do a hundred percent at the budget of the actual fight fights when we get the fight fights. Listen, as, as much as Country Girls advertised this thing, they better have showed up. They get their money's worth out of this moment right here. Studio Map, I see you out here. Y'all, they said the check cleared. Bam, bam, bam. And yeah, because these scenes is crispy. Whew. Yeah, Monsu starts to bounce back. Still holding back the arms, but he finally releases one of the arms to block. Yeah, I said, like, oh, 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 we got an arm. Oh, shoot. Yup, yep, it's getting crazy. So Monsu get crazy with the combo, and he starts dragging, homie. He gets in with one hand and starts bang, 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 bang. Starts solidly whipping the ass. And the crowd says, uh, so what's he using is street style out of the northern uh, Taekwondo. So people are saying this, this is that hard knock life type of the northern style to the Taekwondo. So he just... Monster just busting that ass right now. Monster yeah. destroying Gondo. He's like hood style. Form number four. Facts. All types of hands with that. The, the mere fact the homie has this one hand and just beating the bricks off of him. He just using two feet in one hand and the other one chilling for now. And he just dragging him. He got him by his head just dragging him through the streets. And then Masu just continues to bust that ass. And then Gondo starts charging his piece. He gets real calm. He gets ready for the comeback, and he hits him with that strong-ass move. And he sets for a big strike, and then he hits Monsu with, like, it looked like one of the biggest strikes that Gantu has, and he sends Monsu back just a little bit. Only to find out Monsu just stronger, he sends him back flying off of his own assault. I'm still in awe of that whole sequence. This is crazy. What's going down? So, Gandhi gets sent so far back that he finally opens his eyes. And when he opens his eyes, I was shocked because at first, this whole time, I thought he was beating the bricks off a blind nigga. So, I was like, God damn. That, usually, when you see the eyes open in, in anime, that signifies that homie getting stronger. Gandhi was getting his ass drugged. When he opened his eyes, he was already like, damn, I fell out of everything I had. So, Monsu was beating the bricks out for him all the way to the point where he was like, the only way I'm going to let you go is if you say, forgive me. You got to beg for your forgiveness and you say, forgive me. Yeah, he ain't smacking him. Say it. He's say it, damn you. shit out of him. And then in the midst of that, we get a, a small backstory to Monsu, actually. And then we see him looking upon, and we see him begging for his life with some random person. And amongst him begging for his life amongst this random person, the crowd feels so weird about the situation. Gondo, Gondo ain't giving up at all. And Monsu decides to release the other arm restraint. And he starts just beating further bricks at him. You're like, all right, this is definitely becoming uncomfortable for everybody around. And he just straight dives into beating his ass, talking about, you got, you better say, forgive me. You better son, say it, or I'm going to kill you right now. Son is like, listen, he's like, listen, I will never say it. He's like, especially to someone like you. Like me? Shit, you're going to find out. And he just keep wailing on him and wailing on him and wailing on him all the way up to... Alright, Jin seen enough. He pulled up and he rushed to save Gondo and sends Monsu flying just out of the out of the range of Monsu. He didn't see it coming. And Jin just comes in and sends him flying. Son, I'm like, whoo! That wet kick! Boom! Is something to be caught off guard, but to send this nigga flying after, after all we just seen with this fight showing off Monsu's great ability. This showed Monsu at a whole different range. Gondo was looking some good in some of this animation, but that was no joke when it came to Monsu. Monsu beat that ass. 
And then here go Jim talking about I didn't hit him that hard. Facts. But I mean, the officials came down. They was like, "All right, hold up, hold up. You can't be doing that." Nobody said I quit. Nobody said nothing. So this match is still going on. So you got four officials around Jin holding him back like a box. Mind you, honey, you trying to figure out how the hell Jin just get out of here so fast. They're like, Facts. They're looking around. They're looking around. They was like, oh, shit. This is just like when I was running out of the haunted house and I was wondering how Kenya passed me. <laughs> I was like, or when we was in the line and I turned around and, and I was I was trying to find out. I was like, what? Can't, what? Poof. <laughs> Sheesh. So you and Hanna stunned because like, they just realized what Jin did. Facts. So the officials crowd around Jin, and Jin automatically points again to the blonde guy, and he was like, "All right, so since you down here, you ready to fight?" I'm like, "Bro, bro this is doing everything out of order. What the fuck, you him now? There's a fight like, going on." So I was like, "F this match, yo, you yellow hair dude, let's go. Uh, I, want, I want the smoke, let's go." <laughs> bro, you got another match in the tournament, for, for, and it sounds like you about to get tossed out this tournament too. He's like, yo, F that match. Yellow hair, dude. I want you. Let's go. Bro, what is going on? What is this history behind you and yellow dude? And the mere fact that they gave backstory to other stuff and not give backstory to this makes it ultra curious. He said, Blondie, I want to smoke. Shit. So before anything gets handled with that, Matsu gets up out of the rubble. And there's some black, dark, purple, every kind of darkness color running out of this motherfucker. And he said he's ready for a real challenge. More his black story starts to play out with him and his master, apparently. And the master calling him weak and leaving him behind, saying he's not good enough to, to harness this kind of power. And Matsu gets like every bit of his backstory starts setting this dark wave to strike at the arena. And it attacks all throughout and the tournament officials are trying to block the energy going through straight through because it's like it's hitting the arena and then it goes straight towards the crowd and everything everything all shaking up and shit and they're trying to block they're trying they are trying their best yep and deflect the energy yeah and matsu starts acting out of rage out of nothing he runs straight into it looks like he's lost his whole personality and he just becomes a shifted dark figure just full of this evil energy and power so he runs straight at it and he starts he tries to attack Jin. But Jin, yo, this nigga finesse this extra hard. And, like, in a slow motion way, before Monster could even move, he hit that nigga with a triple kick, and he didn't know what happened. And he sent that nigga straight to the ground. So, first, Jin jumped over and vaulted off an official. Yes. I don't know, the official, he was going to throw some kind of smoke bomb or some magic talisman at him. I don't know where he had his hand, but he's about to do something. But Jin's like, not nah, whoop. And engaged him, hit him with that triple lovely. He hit him with the triple tornado and that shit, yo. The wind, the animation, everything off it. He said, swing, swing, swing. The wind cut him like a samurai sword. After you slice something and you put it and the effects don't hit until you, you sheet the sword. It was just like that. And then, boom, Matsu got floored and Matsu was done. Matsu was done. Done, done, because he he hit with like five different moves. We're like fast before the quickness, so he dropped, and then Jin feeling himself, but then out of nowhere, Jin get dropped to the floor, and it's just like a force. He's held up like a cross, and he drops to the floor, and there's a force keeping him down, and we wondering what the hell's coming in, and then all we see is this nigga Mugen Park pull up to the tournament. Like, how you getting around so fast, homie? Dead ass. What kind of private jet you on, bro? So Mugen and the rest of the officials talking about they know that Jin has broken the rules to the tournament, already done sent everything out of whack, 
and they got to pull him to the back to figure out his punishment. But while he walking with the official, the crowd loves Jin. Jin then saved the crowd and became the world's heroes. And everybody's like, yo, we love you, Jin. We want to see you back in the tournament. We hope you coming back and all this other big hype for him. And his friends out there, they was like, well, I, I guess you did what you did, man. And they see him off. Yep. And like I said, you know, the crowd, he, they completely on his side now. Oh, they love Jin, man. Not only was he the protector, but he gave them something to see. Like that Monsu and Gandu fight was, it was a feat to be seen, but the crowd was not feeling it. It was just too dark to be on that. And then they didn't like Monsu for that. So Jin floored him in that excellency. And they seen that shit. They gonna love Jin. Yeah, they're like, Jin, Jin, Jin. Jim's that type of person that sees the rules and don't follow the rules. So the crowd loves that. He a different kind of nigga. Yeah. They're like, don't worry. I'll be back. These administrators not going to hold me hostage. I'll be back. These niggas can't hold me back. These niggas can't hold me back. Like, I'll be back in the tournament. Don't worry. Facts. And as his friends see him off and they take him to the back, that's the end of the episode. And the episode hit it with the ending theme. Yep, more nice visuals. See them shit, chilling. Shit was fire. Shit was fire. All right, so going into my final thoughts of the episode, this uh, Loki on my end, this was so up and down. I'm not a fan of the rush feeling that this thing is giving me because the tournament is Loki flying by, and I get that you have like a certain amount of episodes to go through, and you don't want to see like all the scrub fights and stuff like that. But this is where the animation be shining though. Like that one fight, I mean, if y'all saved it all for that one fight that y'all wanted to go ahead and detail with for us, that's nice. But like, yo, I'm trying to see these fights, though. These fights are so beautiful and these styles are really interesting. And just coming through with that is really, really a hold. So skipping on a lot of that is is very interesting of a take on that. Uh, we also don't know how the brackets went and the rumble just ended. So that was another that one raised my eyebrow as well. We got stories that we kind of missing that I feel like the vibe on it is saying we missing. That could be like an intrigue thing for later on. But right now it's just it's very questionable. What I didn't like is uh, we set up one big bad in Mansu, And the way how Mansu showed up and the way how Mansu had this energy around him that was like super lit and build up. I feel like the way how they kind of squashed him. In the moment, like, Jin kind of busted his ass right there. I mean, I kind of feel like there's ways to turn around it if they want to further up the story of Matsu. But it's like, they gave all this interesting stuff. You kind of wanted Matsu to to still stick around. So you kind of hope that they work around that if he got squashed. Because after Jin did that combo, he got dropped. And I'm wondering if that kind of lowballed him. But the interest in this anime definitely lies in the animation, the full-out fights we getting. And now this hook got us wondering how our main character could fight the system or stay in the tournament. All good enough cliffhangers to continue. Uh, I'd recommend this for folks who just want to see some action. For the most part, uh, okay to good so far. So my thoughts on this are it's strange. Yes. The tournament seems to be kind of a hindrance. Wanting to help. I think it's too many people. Yeah. Yeah, I think they would probably cut this in half size-wise. It would have helped. But I'm invested in the characters. Definitely. And some of the fighters that we haven't even heard words from, we stand for Lady Wrestler. Yes, yes, we stand for Lady Wrestler. We need to see more of her. But in regards to just the paint scene in terms of how we got from the beginning to the end, by the time we got to the end of the episode and the way that Jen walked off, I want to see what happens with Jen. 
Yeah. More about what happened to him. He's an interesting cat. Yeah. Han and you, I want to see how they progress. I want to know what Blonde's deal is. Yeah. I, I want to see all things with Lady Wrestler. I want somebody to smack the shit out of the park. Yeah. What's going on with Mujin? Wow. He's so strong. What the hell is this Chidio? Yeah. We, we need. There's some questions that we need answered. Yeah. So far, we we definitely left dangling with that stuff. So we're trying to find out this information. So it's enough here to keep me watching because mm. I, I, I want answers. So this will be a continue. Yeah. So definitely, we are, we are on the line after two episodes so far. We would recommend for people to continue to see. If you're getting hooked by these questions and not getting put off by the stuff, it's not perfect by far. And when we talk about story, this is like... This is getting okay to good so far, but like this hook with the animation, the fight, you know you're here. You'll be here for a good fight time. So I would say, yeah, if you're watching it for anything, you're going to watch for the fight scene. The yeah. story is kind of taking a back seat, so don't. Yeah. If you like structure and tournament, this ain't going to be for you because this shit is all over the place. Take the story. It's just icing on the cake. So that's that's our opinion and that's our review on that. So we're going to close the book on God of High School episode one and two. Good job on that review. And all right, for next week we're going to be hopping back it's our circular motion so we back into comfy couch and we'll be doing a show retrospective uh, episode one of og and the reboot of the show the 4400 now this is the original og is on netflix and reboot is through the cw so we'll figure out our watching pattern on all that and this is definitely something near and dear to my podcast co-host heart as we've spoken on it before in reboot news uh we're gonna be touching facts on the 4400 yeah this this should be interesting definitely definitely very 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 interesting indeed especially i definitely want to hear your mindset going into the new era as well especially you being a fan of the old era yes i've been waiting until we got to this point yeah same here you were the reason i put this on the list because your interest of it made me interested of it so i'm ready to take my notes and chop it up with you yeah so you'll, you'll be hearing a lot from me in this episode oh definitely that's it's gonna be him definitely taking full commands and I'll be my notes will be on the rank, so I'm definitely ready with that. Yes, uh, oh, I'm ready. Definitely, my son, big ready, yo. So on that note, if you got any comments, questions, or concerns that you want to send to us, we have an email set up, blurredbynature at gmail.com. Uh, Facebook and Instagram, you can find us at Blurred by Nature. Twitter, you can follow us at Blurred by Nature, nature spelled and eight. T-U-R-E. Uh, we got those all over uh, social medias and stuff. Just if you got a comment, question, concern, you want to follow, you want to spread joy on the podcast, you want to get part of the shout out list, uh, just be one with the joining, uh, help come join the community. It's a growing community. Uh, we thank y'all for all the big support that's been coming in these last two weeks. We've heard a lot and inspirations and interest in the shows and stuff like that. We, we love it. We love it all around. Uh, just just keep on telling us the good news that this uh, these episodes have, have pulled to you guys. Yeah, as always, thank you for all the support. We appreciate y'all listening to us. Definitely. So on that point, I'm going to hit the outro. All right, let's do it. All right, thanks for joining us today from Black Thought to Nerd Power. This is Nicholas, Mr. Go with the Flow. And this is the man with the plan, Maurice. And this was another edition of the Blur by Nature podcast. We out. Th- thank you, everyone, for listening. And until next time. Peace. Peace.